The Bad and Ambitious Podcast is an unfiltered and authentic podcast where I will be discussing topics relating to self-improvement, finance, and relationships. I'm redefining what a bad bitch is, and I'm giving you the tools to be your most well-rounded and confident self. Follow me on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen to podcasts. For up-to-date information and motivational content, follow my Instagram at the Bad and Ambitious Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Hello, baddies, and welcome back to the Bad Ambitious Podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to give you reasons on why you should stop drinking. The main intention of this episode is not to make anyone feel bad completely. I know that I like to personally attack people just so you can kind of feel some type of way to make a difference. And this is for people who are open to making changes and positive lifestyle choices to benefit you in the long run. And I genuinely think that probably the majority of people that do drink don't really enjoy it. And I want people to live life with intention and not live life in some ways unconsciously. And I don't mean like drunk unconscious, but I mean like spiritually unconscious and not being aware of the choices that people make personally. And maybe this is a way for me to peer pressure you but not in a bad way i want to peer pressure you to live a better life to live longer to live more happy and i think a lot of people want to be convinced to not drink and maybe this is your sign to not completely be sober but cut back and see where that leads you to and how you feel once you start making better choices. Because sometimes when you make one healthy choice, you want to be inspired to make another healthy choice, and it's just like a domino effect, but for the better. The first reason why you should stop drinking is because you're broke. Do you even have money to be spending on going out every weekend, every other weekend, sometimes even once a month, and you ball out? Some people literally are celebrating I don't know what by going out, You're going out with the same exact people, literally doing the same exact thing, and it just becomes the norm. And you can definitely go out and have fun, but if you're drunk every weekend, what kind of a life is that, literally? What are you celebrating? I know you're not celebrating your 530 credit score, and when you go out, you don't just spend money on drinks, you spend money on the cover, you spend money on bitches, you spend money on drinks for your friends, you spend money on multiple rounds if it's on you, you also spend money on the Uber, which definitely you should be doing, and you spend money on going out to eat after, and usually the food is shit because they're not fucking serving salads at 3 a.m., and it just becomes this lifestyle that doesn't really have meaning if you're doing it without an intention and if you just do it like too often because sometimes I like to go out I like to dance I like the vibes and I really haven't been drinking that much for the past year I really don't drink a lot and I'm not trying to say that I'm better than anyone but I'm saying that you can still have fun and not get fucked up every weekend And you can actually remember your memories and what you're doing and be present in the moment. 
A lot of people go out, but they're in debt. And drinking is expensive. Where I live, at least, it's not as expensive as Miami. But if you go out to Miami, some drinks are $20. Plus, you have to tip the bartender. And with everything that comes with going out, you spend a lot of money. And what kind of a life is that, to be honest? Does that really make you happy? Maybe with your friends, you should try to do other activities. Even if you are drinking, if you really fully enjoy drinking, that's fine. But if you're broke and you don't have money for alcohol, then you need to really reevaluate your priorities and actually be honest with yourself and say no if it comes to drinking. Like I'm saying, you can still go out, but just don't spend that much money. Maybe cut back on the amount of drinks you have, the types of drinks you have pregame. But if you're broke, honestly, this should be the number one thing because you could really be using that money for something else, which is paying off your debt or saving, which is going to get you somewhere in the long run. Drinking all the time isn't going to get you anywhere, really. Reason number two is you feel fat and ugly. I want to also say that I used to never really drink in high school, like, at all. That wasn't me. And I'm not saying that, again, I'm better than anyone. I just was a fucking nerd, and I owned it, and I just really didn't have time to do shit like that. But I do want to point out that the people that did party a lot and drank at a very young age, they look washed up, like, for real. And... A lot of people with drinking, you just become ugly. Like, for real. Like, that shit is not good for you. It's a fucking poison. You gain weight. And I feel like the freshman 15 that people talk about is probably related to drinking alcohol. Because you never drank it before. And if you're doing it constantly, then you're adding a lot of calories. And on top of that, you're not sleeping right from going out, from drinking. And I used to go out maybe like three or four years ago with my friends. It was really fun. I'm not going to say that drinking isn't fun. I'm just saying the excess of drinking doesn't become fun after a while because it's the same shit with the same people. It's just expected. And you really don't learn to appreciate those fun nights that happen once in a while if you're doing it constantly all the time. And then you don't even want to go out, but then it's, You're just so used to it that you just, it becomes part of your life. But like what, three years ago or four years ago when I was going out with my friends a lot, we were drinking and I never really, thank God, never really blacked out. But I know people that have and that shit is fucking scary because you don't know what the fuck is going to happen to you, especially with women. You don't know if you're going to put yourself in spooky situations But I feel like when I started going out a lot, I started to gain weight. And it's just really something that you could be avoiding. Your skin literally changes when you start drinking because alcohol is a diuretic and it makes you pee. So, of course, when you break the seal, your body is not absorbing water and you just are trying to flush it out, which I feel like goes to show you that you don't really necessarily want to be drinking if that's your reaction your body's trying to flush it out and it also because of that 
because you're flushing out water that you need for your body, your skin gets dry. And people who drink a lot, they look like they drink a lot. And it's like people, your skin is dry and like nasty and you feel like a chunky potato. And people who drink a lot, they look inflammated. And it's just, it's not a cute look, to be honest. It takes away your youthful glow. And it's just a way to make you age that is not really necessary. If you do it once in a while, that's fine. But I'm talking about people who do it excessively and it's become part of their life. Is that you just become ugly. You know, a lot of people who drink a lot, it just becomes part of kind of like your diet because it's part of your routine. It's normalized for your body. And if you feel ugly and fat, that is a very good reason to either stop drinking or reduce drinking. The third reason is that hangovers suck. We all know this. If you've been through it, it fucking sucks. It ruins your whole weekend. You feel guilty because you went out and had fun. And you can still go out and not feel guilty if you're not fucking hungover. And it gets really worse with age. I remember in college, I used to go out. We used to go to all these parties, stroll over back home, and wake up, no problem, and it was all fine. But now I'm almost 28, and I don't remember the last time I really was fully hungover, but it sucked. And there was this one incident in October. I went to a wedding in New York. I don't know if it was the alcohol or the food poisoning. I'm going to blame it on the liquor like that song, because I did not have a good time for like a week and a half. I don't know what it was, but what I do know is that I drank like three glasses of champagne because my choice of alcohol, I guess, used to be Malibu pineapple, which is very basic. I know it tastes like you're on a vacation, but also going back to the fat and ugly, that has a lot of sugar And you need, like, four of those, at least for me, to feel some type of way. To feel like you're actually drinking and you're drunk or whatever. I like to be tipsy. I do not like to be drunk. But I used to drink that all the time. And that's just not good for you. Like, your mouth just always feels sticky and gross. And I'm just going on a tangent right now. But I remember back then, they didn't have healthier alternatives to alcohol like they have now which are white claws and all those seltzers because those I don't think they have calories or sugar but back then that's kind of like all we had was mixed drinks or freaking cranberry and vodka like ew that should taste like a fucking nail polish remover but yeah like in college I was able to just like get up and go the next day but now I can't do that oh yeah so sorry so I went to a wedding in October and I had like three glasses of champagne. I don't really think that I ate that much also, which is probably part of the issue. And then I'm an idiot because I don't drink alcohol. I don't really know the differences between different types of liquor. So my friend, also I was a little drunk. So my friend suggested to take Patron shots, which I didn't even know that that was tequila. I don't like tequila, but I guess at this point I was already fucked up. And having a good time, 
and I just took, I don't know if we did one or two shots, but that shit hit me. I was good. Like that night I was good, but I was hella fucking tired. But also the next day when I woke up, I was fucked up. Like not even like fucked up, fucked up. I was like depleted of life. Literally, I was half dead. I literally was so sick, not even from like, I don't even know if it was like because I was hung over or what, or if I got like a stomach bug or something, but I'm telling you, only two people know what happened to me and it was not cute. I suffered for like a week and a half. I probably should have gone to the hospital, but I'm going to blame it on the liquor. And that honestly is why since then, that was October of 2021, that I really haven't drank since then. And thank God I was fine during the wedding, but I really never want to experience that again. And I think that goes to show you that since I was making healthier changes, even a little bit of alcohol was such a shock to my body that I freaked out and was like, get the shit out of here. And hangovers just suck. Like no one enjoys a hangover. So why are you repeatedly doing the exact thing that makes you hungover and waste a whole weekend. The fourth reason is that you don't want to. And I'm saying this because a lot of people don't genuinely want to, but they do it anyways. And I really want you to follow your heart and your intuition and do what makes you feel comfortable. I know a lot of people don't do that, but I want you guys to be firm in your choices and say no if the answer is no because if you go against what you want to do it kind of leads to you disappointing yourself and not really trusting your gut and if you say yes to things you want to say no to your body and your mind there's just like a blurred line there that kind of translates to a lot of different things in your life and I think that's very harmful, possibly, and can lead you to say yes to a lot of other things in life that you are not okay with. And I want to talk about an experience that I had at another wedding that I went to in Mexico. So, of course, there people drink a lot of tequila, and I don't like tequila. And this was before, literally the weekend before I went to the other wedding, and I was completely sober for Mexico. Except I actually had one shot at the wedding, but it was because I fucking wanted to. But there was this party on Friday, and of course, everyone is getting to know each other, and it was all good vibes and stuff like that. And there were a lot of guys, obviously, who tried to, like, talk to us and stuff like that, me and my friend who came with me. And they just kept on pressuring me to drink, and I legit did not want to. First of all, I don't like tequila, so maybe if it was something else, maybe, but I don't really like taking shots anyways. But they just kept on fucking pushing me. And I'm like, no, 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 thank you, no, thank you, no, thank you. And the thing is, especially I think with women, we're expected to be nice and like cater to people and just go with the flow and be fun or whatever. But I said no a million fucking times. The thing is, if you say yes, you give in, you teach people that you're a weak ass bitch. And for me, my mama ain't raised no fucking weak ass bitch. You just need to stick to your guns and no means no. Be the example and be really firm with 
your choices. Because when you're firm with your choices and you say that shit with dignity, you're respecting yourself. And that's really important. And if you don't want to do something, don't fucking do it. Because also when you're drunk, intoxicated, blacked out, that might lead you to doing things that you don't want to do and that you aren't even conscious of or are aware of. And if your friends judge you for not drinking, they're fucking lame. And they're not really true friends. Because they might feel some type of way that you're making a positive change. And that's really not a friend. My friends know to not push me with alcohol. And I really fuck with them for that. And they fuck with me. And they know that I don't need alcohol to have fun. And I don't judge them for drinking. They do what they want to do. I do what I want to do. And our versions of fun might be different, but at the end of the day, we're still in the same place and we're still having a good time. And I think that's what truly matters. The fifth reason is that it can lead to dependency. And I think alcohol is so normalized in our society and in many societies around the world that people don't really realize that they have a problem. And everyone and their fucking mom knows alcoholics. And people who are alcoholic or have problems, that is a symptom of a deeper issue like trauma that is not dealt with. And the more you drink alcohol, the more you're used to it, the more everyone's used to it. So no one's really going to see that there's an issue because everyone else also has that issue. And I really don't want people to use alcohol as a form of therapy. You know, like people joke that alcohol is like their friend or even for happy times people drink and get fucked up. But it just becomes so normal in people's lives for good and bad that I don't think that's completely necessary. And I think that we need to normalize not drinking more because that can become the new norm. And I don't want people to also use it as an excuse to do stupid shit. But I think if you are drinking like by yourself on a Thursday night and crying, you have an issue and we need to work on that and figure out why you feel the need to use alcohol as a cure or for you, you think it's a cure. But I just think that people are just used to it. And to me, since I don't drink a lot, when I taste alcohol, the other people drink and they're just like sipping on it, um, like on the rocks without any mixers. I can't even ingest it. Literally, like I don't even, my body like rejects it. It tastes like shit. But for other people, they're just so used to it. And even like wine which is more normal to have with like food and stuff like that, people find themselves drinking a whole bottle of wine. And I don't think that's healthy. And I think people also blur the line with emotions and they don't want to feel what they're feeling. But I really want people to allow themselves to feel sad, to feel happy without alcohol and truly get to know what your emotions are telling you and what your body is trying to express And allow yourself to express it without suppressing it with alcohol. Reason number six is you are not confident sober. 
I think this is a really big one that a lot of people use as an excuse to drink because they don't feel comfortable dancing or talking to people. But with this, we need to figure out why you don't feel confident and work on that first before you use alcohol as a crutch for your social anxiety. And I definitely have suffered from social anxiety and sometimes I do still suffer from social anxiety but when I go to networking events sometimes I've gone to events alone I also try to not drink alcohol because then you feel like you need it to talk to people and that's not the issue the issue is another reason why you feel uncomfortable talking to people it's not alcohol like alcohol has nothing to do with it it's just giving you fake confidence you literally are the same person sober or drunk like if you go out to the club you going out that doesn't make you look better to drink doesn't make you look better to other people and also in the same way you're gonna think that someone else looks hotter because you're fucked up but then it's like when the lights are on and you're sober and it's time to go home you're looking at someone and they actually look like a thumb and you just aren't doing what you naturally would be doing and talking to people that you naturally would feel comfortable talking to and being drunk and feeling like you're confident as a drunk person or a drunk version of yourself, that's fake confidence. That's not real. And... I think that can make you not know who you truly are and avoid addressing the issues why you don't feel confident. I think confidence is very important that everyone should have and strive toward because confidence is just like a feeling that you can accomplish anything and feel safe with yourself and sure of yourself, sure of your worth. And I don't want people to only feel like they can be confident if they do this one thing, which is drink. Reason number seven is to avoid stupid choices. We have all done stupid shit drunk. Some stories are funny, but some are not so funny. Like, let's be real. Some people drive drunk. Some people drive completely blackout. And it just obviously clouds your judgment. People have gone into fights drunk. People have done dumb shit drunk. And if that is you and it happens all the time, the best way to avoid that is to not get fucked up like you normally would by not drinking as much or just not drinking at all. Don't keep on doing the same shit that gets you the same results. That is not really moving you toward healthy choices and stories that are actually fulfilling yeah like sometimes shit is funny i understand but if you constantly look fucking stupid you're constantly like losing shit fighting with people then maybe you need to cut back and be real with yourself and really ask yourself is this really helping my life am i constantly putting myself in unsafe situations Let's try to avoid stories that we want to not tell our children. And at the end of the day, this is your life. And really think about it. Think about the times that maybe you shouldn't have been that fucked up. And 
done things with certain people or gone certain places that you shouldn't have been at times that you shouldn't have done you know just try to avoid that as much as possible know your limit and just stop doing dumb shit drunk the eighth and final reason is that there are no health benefits there are many articles that talk about alcohol having no benefit and i know that there used to be studies before that said that like a glass of wine is actually beneficial but there have been recent studies actually that i've seen constantly on my recommended news article feed on my phone that no amount of alcohol is actually beneficial for me i do not like wine much less red wine for me I don't like drinking wine also because that shit makes me hella tired. It's fucking sweet as fuck or tart and weird. And it also stains your teeth. For me, I'm very particular on my teeth. And it really doesn't do much for you. Beer doesn't do fucking anything for you. I like cider, but also I don't really like to drink a lot in general, like even water. And... One time I'm like, why am I taking shots of green tea shots when I literally haven't had a glass of water today? Like, why are you drinking five beers if you literally can't even get your recommended daily water intake? There's so much sugar also with mixed drinks. Beer makes you fat and bloated. What else? Fucking vodka tastes like shit. It tastes like nail polish remover. Tequila, I don't even know what the fuck that tastes like, but it's not good. Some mixed drinks are good, they're fun, but I'm just saying don't overdo it and be aware of what you're doing and what you're putting in your body. And literally, you don't need to drink to enjoy your life. That is the whole point. And there are a lot of celebrities that actually don't drink, and they're fucking hot, and I think that they're a good example. I mean, I don't know if some of them had issues before with alcohol, but I know J-Lo doesn't drink. That bitch looks good as fuck. I know that she probably does, like, Botox and shit and fillers probably, but her skin looks good as fuck. Bradley Cooper doesn't drink. Um, Brad Pitt is hot as fuck, and he doesn't drink. And I really want you guys to maybe experiment with not drinking like the next time you go out. If that's not something that you really want to jump into to just completely cut it off cold turkey. But just practice going out and see how you feel. You might hate it at first, but you're going to get more comfortable and know that it's a possibility to not fucking drink excessively to have fun you're gonna remember the night you're gonna be in control of yourself of your body you can be there for your friends and also i fucking hate when people are expected to like take care of other people when they're fucked up no like everyone is an adult here obviously if you're old enough to drink and people need to take care of themselves as well but if you're like the sober friend don't allow yourself to be that person that always has to take everyone everywhere and it's far and like they don't pay for gas They don't even fucking appreciate you. 
just like go out and like see if they're friends you're actually hanging out with if they're even good people if you even enjoy their vibes and their energy try it one time and see how you feel and try it again and maybe if your friends always go out to the same places maybe go somewhere else maybe go to something that's not the club just try to like switch it up and be in different environments that make you feel comfortable maybe go to a brewery maybe check out like a hole in the wall place a restaurant with drinks try to do different things and don't just do the same shit every weekend have a limit allow yourself to have fun let loose and build confidence outside of drinking hopefully in the long run you'll look better you'll feel better and you're gonna save money All right, baddies, it's barbecue time. This is your chance to ask for advice or spill the tea. Submit your requests at the link in my Instagram bio at the Bad and Ambitious Podcast. Here we go. So for the barbecue time, I'm going to do three questions today. And the first question is, what do you do when motivation is waning? I am actually dealing with that shit right now because I am working on my architecture license and I've been holding that shit off for so long because of course life gets in the way but at the end of the day those are my excuses you either did it or you fucking did not do it and I have actually been doing the 6 a.m wake-up call with my friend's brand called sturdy and it's actually very motivating because there's a group of people that hold I guess everyone accountable and obviously a lot about being successful is being motivated and also I've heard a lot recently that you can be as motivated as you want to but if you're not actually doing shit then it doesn't fucking matter and what you really need is to be disciplined and not fail on the promises that you have for yourself and your standards that you set for yourself so my big thing is ask yourself why you want to do what you want to do like for real like what is the reason and if you keep reminding yourself about that reason you might be more motivated to be disciplined and you need to have a plan and stick to it regardless you need to have non-negotiables that keep you moving toward your goal? Are the lifestyle choices that you're doing every day getting you there? Ask yourself that. If they're not, what do you need to change? It is up to you and fucking you only. And who cares about what everyone else is doing? You need to actually get your shit together and stick to the plan. Stick to the plan. Make that shit like life and death. Keep on fucking going. And literally just fucking do it and stop talking shit stop with the excuses stop with the bullshit let's get it for question number two someone said how do i ask for a raise my one year is coming up at my job and i'm struggling as well as being generally unmotivated since i'm not being paid for the amount of work i'm doing in my opinion so you guys are asking amazing questions because i also want to know I have never had to ask for a raise, actually, because uh, previous jobs, I've 
been given a raise or when I leave jobs, I give myself a raise, which I think is very important for you guys to understand. Every time you leave a job, ask for more money. Even if you don't fucking think you should, like literally it's the same job, but you get the most money when you jump companies. Obviously don't jump that often because it looks weird, but... I looked it up because I actually want to know also for the future because eventually I will be asking for a raise when I get my license, which to me, I feel like that gives me credibility to ask for a raise. And I'm not going to ask for no, like, little money here and there. No, like, I'm going to ask for a fucking fat raise because I am entitled to a raise because I have my license because I've been working towards something. So I looked this up and this website... Actually, it's indeed.com. They have a step-by-step guide to asking for a raise, which I agree with. Number one is choose the right time to ask. It's not uncommon to want a raise. That is very true. Ask yourself how long you've been there. And even asking, you need to not ask during like a lunch hour where your boss is busy as fuck or stressed. You need to catch your boss or she. You can also have a boss as a she. Or a him, they, there, whatever the fuck. <laughs> Just kidding, sorry. So, I mean, I'm not kidding. I don't want to get canceled on that one. But choose the right time to ask where they are maybe just got back from vacation or just not stress the fuck out with a lot of deadlines, with a lot of meetings. Number two is get salary trends. At this stage, you may be asking yourself how much of a raise to ask for. Also, fucking inflation is fucking popping off right now. I think it's a good time to ask for a raise because everything is going up. Rents are going up. What's not going up are fucking salaries. But you are entitled to living off of your job, obviously. That's what gives you life and gives you income to pay for shit. But for me, I don't know if what profession you're in. There's a website for us architecture people to calculate the average pay salaries in our areas. And it also asks you like how much experience you have, your, I think, job title and your location because it also differs by where you're at. So just look it up, do research and just come in with the number that you're expecting and a number that you're willing to negotiate for. Number three is set a meeting. For sure, I think you need to fucking put your big girl pants on and maybe practice this, how you want to go about setting up a meeting, but your boss needs to know that you mean business and you need a few minutes of his or her or they time. (laughs) And you need to practice how you're going to execute it. Are you going to send an email? Are you going to be confident enough to say something and not stutter (laughs) how are we gonna go about it and you need to be prepared number four is on what to say maybe in the email say something also to have in writing also so that they take you seriously and come in with your fucking facts be like i've done this this and this for this company i've been doing this for this and this long And have your shit together so that you're 
you asking for a raise actually comes from evidence as to why you deserve the raise. And number five, this says, be ready for questions, which is true. Like, they might question the fuck out of you. Like, why do you think you deserve this? Jobs don't want to pay you more. You guys need to understand that. You're working for someone else. But be ready to answer any fucking question. And also, this is a time to start coming into work a little earlier. Maybe staying a little later. Put in more effort. Don't overdo it. Don't kill yourselves. Don't overwork. The Another thing a lot of people do is like they overwork, overcompensate for things. At the end of the day, your jobs don't give a fuck. The more you work, better for them because your hours actually are less of what you're actually making. Because if you're working, let's say usually you work eight hours a day, you're working 10 hours. Even if it's two hours here and there. If you divide that by the time you're actually at your job working, it becomes less. So you're hours are worth less and that's not okay bad bitches we do not overextend ourselves for no one and number six is no matter what the fucking outcome is be prepared also to leave that job a lot of people don't leave jobs that they're unhappy in with shitty ass people maybe you fucking love your job but they're not giving you what you want and what you really need is fucking more money because your fucking rent went up because it's fucking inflation and shit thank your manager for their time be calm as fuck this whole time do breathing exercises between make stern eye contact be chill and go in with confidence walk in like you're a fucking bad bitch and get your fucking money get your raise so the third question is talk about earning commission on amazon so maybe i will do an episode on making money on social media which i actually kind of do and sometimes i make actual money cash but also i get a lot of free products like i am a hoe for free shit like literally i get so much free shit i don't think you guys fucking understand like i get makeup i get samples of a lot of shit i get big stuff like a lot of shit in my apartment was free actually like my bed sheets were free recently i replaced my old bed sheets i get so much random shit like i just got a freaking hair dryer from conair i get so much shit and like i really want other people to also get free shit and if it's free it's for me and you can make money on amazon if you have enough followers and the thing is people just want free shit without doing anything but there's a lot of work that comes with that and that's another thing i want to explain it's kind of like a side job in a way because obviously you have to give something to get that stuff like your time with like a survey or something but you can make money on amazon i applied for that a long time ago what it really is called is an amazon affiliate and if you guys want to support me, I actually get money. And I swear I did not ask this question to myself. <laughs> Someone asked this. But you can apply. And actually, I applied a few times, didn't get accepted. And then one time I did get accepted. But if someone sends you an affiliate link, they make money off of that link. And if you guys want to support me, then you can shop through my affiliate link slash my amazon store where i recommend products like with my apartment or just like gym stuff supplements things like that if you want to support me that is a free way to put some coin in my pocket i want to find ways to monetize this podcast and it is sponsored 
but I literally get one penny for every time someone listens to the sponsorship segment, but that is not enough, guys. I spend a lot of time on this, and I love it. It's fun. I love helping people. I love talking for no reason. I like talking shit. I like planning stuff. I love ideas, but I really do want to make money off this podcast, and I'm just gonna put my Amazon link situation at the end of every show note. Whoever asked this question, thank you because that gave me a good idea. And you literally get free money that way. And it's great. And if you want to start monetizing your blog or whatever else creative resource that you have, then I will do an episode on it. And I will have an influencer on If that's something you guys want to hear, let me know. Give me feedback. But thank you guys so much again for the questions. Thank you so much for listening. The affirmation for this episode that you can tell yourself before you go to sleep, when you wake up, when you brush your teeth is, I am confident in my choices. Have an amazing day or night or week or life. And I'll see you guys in the next episode.